and welcome to Fiercely Freelance, the no BS podcast for freelance women that brings you hot business, marketing and mindset tips every week, as well as raw and inspiring stories from real freelancers. I'm your host, Seals Lockley. I'm a former freelancer and expert digital marketer of 20 years, and I'm here to help you discover how to create and grow a freelance business that puts your desires and needs first connects you to a true sense of purpose and gives you a sustainable income. If you want to feel confident, calm, but also seriously fucking fierce as a business owner, I've got you. Hi, love. Welcome back to Fiercely Freelance, the podcast with me, Seals Lockley, your business mentor, your offer strategist, and all-round freelancing fairy godmother. I'm here today to talk to you about something which I know everyone can relate to and something that I have had a lot of experience in and have gone on a bit of a journey with, and that is, of course, people-pleasing. So if you're a freelancer and you are female, this is going to be particularly uh, for you because this is something that women tend to do more than men. And there is a good reason for that, which is to do with the way we are conditioned as little girls and as women, unfortunately, um, in our culture, in our um, society. And that's just the way it rolls. So if you find that you're a people pleaser, it's nothing to be ashamed of. There's no you're a people pleaser, that's a bad thing. It's just often exactly how we've been raised, supported, brought up to actually these, some of these traits I'm going to be talking about are some of these things which are inevitable. They're just inevitable part of the way that we've been raised. So when you start freelancing, you are probably going to find that your inner people pleaser comes out in uh, with a bit of a party, a bit of a bit of a razzle mcdazzle because People pleasing is something that comes naturally when we are in vulnerable situations, when we're feeling vulnerable. So if you're just starting out in business and you're worried about, you know, something like how much money to charge somebody or whether they're going to like you or whether they're going to say yes to your proposal, you're in a people pleaser is going to go to town. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about some of my top tips for learning to please yourself instead. But let's just have a little dive into what people pleasing might look like for you as a freelancer, service provider, business owner, whatever category you identify with. And yeah, what that might look like for you in terms of your day to day. So if you're um, somebody running your own business, people pleasing can really look like lots of different things. It might look like undercharging. It might look like the fact that you're on a call with somebody and they're saying, do you do discounts? Your inner people pleaser is going to kick in and go, oh, um, actually, yes, I can give you 10% off. And before you even know it, the words have left your mouth and you're like, oh my goodness, I just gave them a discount. And you know you weren't supposed to, or maybe you didn't want to, but you did anyway. Um, And this is really part of the crux of people pleasing, which is this this need to be nice to, to other people at the expense of our own needs and desires in order to gain approval. And so we just need to get out of that habit. You know, as freelancers, we need to we need to learn that actually there is a, there is a better way forward, and that is to please ourselves, which I'm going to come on to. But let's talk about some other ways that people pleasing might rear its ugly head in your business. You might find that you are doing things like answering emails in the middle of the night. You know, like 11 p.m. Why are you doing that? Um, because you don't want the other person to think that you're lazy or you're unresponsive, so you're sending them an email back to show them that you're interested and that you're willing and you're keen. 
that's people pleasing in uh, in in really simple terms. Because of course you are seeking approval, you're seeking for them to think that you're efficient, right? Um, but actually, um, it's not efficient because you're tired and you're staying up late to write that email and you're not pleasing yourself. What you should be doing is going to bed or chilling out, switching off. So people pleasing can look like that too. You might also find that you do people pleasing almost like without even realizing it as part of your sort of day-to-day parlance, your conversations with people. And so it can come out in things like emails when you're writing an email. You might say things like, um, hope that makes sense. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you? Do you agree? I hope that's okay. And so you're constantly, again, seeking approval. And this is the people please. The people pleaser is desperate to be seen, validated. You know, we, we want that. We do want that, but we can get it in other ways. Um, your people pleaser will just go straight for that and they'll use language like, you know, I hope and um, what do you think? And really like looking for that approval. So notice when you're using language, which feels like you're asking for approval and look to look to change that. Finally, another example of how people pleasing might show up for you is you might be saying yes to things which you don't want to do. And this is probably one of the biggest ways that people pleasing shows up for business owners. You might be saying yes to projects which you absolutely don't want to do. So somebody might approach you, they're not in your niche or they're not the kind of client you normally work with, but there's money on the table, an opportunity, an opportunity in, in speech marks. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I could do that. Actually, I need the money. And so you say yes, even though if you actually just sat and thought about it, you're like, fuck no, actually, I really don't want to do that. That's not my kind of project. That's not going to take me to where I want to go. Like actually it's going to be loads of work and it's going to be annoying and they're going to want loads of stuff for free. And you know, like you've already told yourself like what it might be, but even so your people pleasers go, no, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it because money, but also we need this person to like us. We need this person to tell their friends we're amazing. So we're going to do it even though we really fucking don't want to. And that's what happens. And oh, oh my goodness, how many times have I done that in the past? Um, I've lost count. That's a really big way that people pleasing shows up in your business. So my love, how can we get beyond this? How can you learn to please yourself instead? So I'm just going to really talk about the ways that I don't people please. So these are my top tips about how I protect my boundaries and don't let people pleasing become part of my business, personality, my life. I used to be a terrible people pleaser. I used to be someone who said yes to everything. I used to be very accommodating. I used to be very um, just selfless, you know, um, and, and it's, it's really difficult because I live with somebody who's very selfless. And so I have to be the selfish person. And this feeling of being selfish is really common. Like if I don't people please, if I don't be nice and say yes to everything, then I'm selfish. No, no, no. Let's just reset that right now. You're not selfish for wanting to put yourself first. You're not selfish for prioritizing your own well-being in not, in not sacrificing it for others. 
So try and flip that script. You know, I talk about flipping the script on things to give you a different mindset. Try and flip that script around this idea that you're being selfish because you're not being selfish. You are simply just prioritizing your own needs and not sacrificing your own needs for others. And yes, it's lovely to be helpful. It's lovely to be nice. It's lovely to be kind, but we can also be protective of our own needs. And actually that's okay. You know, that's all right. Nobody's going to think you're a bitch. Um, and if they do, well, fuck them actually. That's my, that's my take on it. Um, because, you know, otherwise, what, what are we doing here? Like, are we just running around after other people and not worrying about how we feel? No. So let's put ourselves first. So when it comes to um, projects that come my way, things that I don't want to do, I just say no. So learning to say no is my number one tip. If something comes along and you just think, oh, no, that is not, not for me, or it just, there's just, there's like a red flag coming along. So maybe you're on a discovery call with a client and they are just red flagging like crazy. Get really good at saying no. And in that particular example, you might like be thinking, how do I say no to somebody who's like sitting on the phone to me? You don't have to say no there and then. You can say, oh, really nice to meet you. Um, I'm going to drop you an email um, with some thoughts after this call, see if we're a good fit. Um, once I've had a look at blah, 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 whatever it is you're looking at, reviewing. And then you can tell them on an email. You can say, look, at this time, I don't think we're a good fit for each other. You know, I wish you all the best with your business. And, um, you know, here's somebody else maybe you can work with. You can say no. You can be proactive about that. So number one hot tip is learn to say no. Number two, I am absolutely, and I have to be because I'm always wanging on about it to my clients. I really am very boundaried um, from e everything from if somebody is asking me to help them with something and I don't have time to help them, I will just say no. And I won't like let my boundary down and then start helping them because I, I literally can't, can't create more time. Like I only have an infinite amount of time. And I've learned through bitter experience that if you say yes to things that you really don't want to do, you end up getting sucked into lots of other stuff. So for example, I'm talking about um, if, you know, if you could be asked to go and move some furniture for a relative or something and you're like, do you know, actually, I don't have time for that. You know, fine. If it's your nan and you're like, she's really poorly or whatever, like fine. Yes, of course. I would do that a hundred times over. But if it's, if it's not something that you have the capacity to do, then don't say yes. Um, so set that boundary and just say, look, I really, I really love you. Like you're an amazing person, but I can't help you with this thing right now. And it's not because I don't love you and I don't want to help you, but I just really don't have the capacity. So you can set a boundary. You can stay strong with them. You can say no. That kind of relates to the first one, doesn't it? But the boundaries are important and the boundaries will be about other things as well. So for example, if somebody does ask you for a discount, Instead of going, hum, ooh, okay, 10% off. And like I say, before you even thought about it, you've given them a discount. Take a deep breath and say, at this current time, I don't offer discounts. The price you have heard today is the price that it is. Um, I'd love to work with you at this price. Or, you know, if you're interested in investing in this price, let's have a chat. Let's have a further chat, whatever it is. If you're face to face with them right then, you're having a chat. But if you're not having a chat, you could have a chat about it further. If they're not interested, if that's too much money for them, do not give them a discount just to get their approval or just to get them on the books because it's not worth it. If it's breaking your boundaries, 
if it's undercharging and then you're going to feel shit about that, don't do it. There are lots of other boundaries you need to set maybe that, you know, will help you please yourself. So I don't know, uh, in the evenings, like after eight o'clock, you don't take any calls. You don't read emails. You don't check your emails. Like I do not check my emails after seven o'clock. I put my daughter to bed. If I'm doing any work, I don't open my emails up because I don't want to look at email in the evening. I don't have emails on my phone either. My work emails are not on my phone. It's setting up ways for you to not have your own needs impacted by the people. Um, and I really, I really believe in it. It's, it's a game changer, you know, like I don't have my phone by my bed. I put my bed phone to bed in my office every night. And I don't take my phone in my bedroom because I believe that if I have my phone by my bed, I'm going to sit there and scroll on TikTok till God knows when, right? I know my habit, bad habits. I want to set that boundary with myself, but also when it comes to clients, I'm going to create systems like that to prevent them from inflicting on my time and my energy when I need to have personal space. Again, it's not being selfish. It's just setting your boundaries. Number three, one of my favorite ways to like please myself is to just go and do something really nice for myself. So for example, if I want to go and this is my, my, one of my favorite examples talking about how you can actually look after yourself and please yourself is if I've had enough of work for the day and I just want to take the day off, I'm going to take the day off, the rest of the day off. I'm going to go to my favorite coffee shop or restaurant get some lunch, get some dinner and order a glass of wine, take a book with me. And I'm just going to sit there and read and I'm just going to let the world go by and just take that time that I would have been spending in my business, running around after other people to just give myself back some time. Because pleasing yourself has got to come before you please others. Um, it's a bit like putting your own oxygen mask on before you then help others on, you know, when you're reading your in-flight safety manual, this is what you need to do. You need to put your own needs first before you start putting the other needs of other people into your personal space, right? So you know that you are fed, watered. You've got the oxygen coming through the mask. You have got all the things you need. You've had a nice time. You've looked after yourself. You've given yourself some love. You've got, had, gone and had that nice candlelit bath. You have booked yourself a day at the spa. You have taken next Friday off. You've booked a week off work. You've booked that long weekend off. Whatever it is that you really, really want, please, this is your permission slip to just go and fucking do it. And stop thinking that you need to be always working and always doing things for other people. I honestly believe that when you start really pleasing yourself, that you become a much stronger business owner and you become a lot more of an attractive person to either be in a relationship, be working with, be working for, like you just become more, even more badass. And that's exciting and that's attractive and that's a really great trait to have. So building on your confidence as well as building on your ability to say no. My final top tip for you, my love, is just really see if the worst happens. If you're so afraid of what might happen if you don't say yes or you don't do something for somebody else or you set a boundary, I want to challenge you to see what happens and see if the worst happens. And one of my favorite kind of mindset like 
hacks, I guess, is if something is feeling really scary for you, I want you to think about the worst case scenario. So if you have been asked to work on a new project, perhaps it's by an existing client, they've sent you an opportunity through, right? And you're reading it and you're going, I really don't want to do this, but I can't say no because it's them. Maybe they're your security blanket client, your whale client. You don't have to say yes, but you inside are going to be screaming, I have to say yes, I have to say yes. So think about what is the worst case scenario here? What is an absolute worst case scenario? So worst case scenario, you say no, and they cancel your other contract you have with them. You have no money. Worst case scenario, you have no money. You don't have any way to pay your bills. Worst case scenario, you don't have any way to pay your bills. You are literally out on the streets. Worst case scenario, you're out on the streets, but worst case scenario, actually, you could go live with your parents for a while. Do you see what I mean? So we can we can really un, unpack all the layers of our worst case scenario. And actually, we can have a reality check and go, hang on a minute. Actually, it's not going to be that bad, is it? Like, they're not going to say, they're not going to cancel the other contract. Like, come on, like, just because I've said no to this one project, they might be a bit like cheesed off and think that I'm not as invested. But actually, I get to choose because I'm not their employee. So yeah, you can say no, and it's not going to be the end of the world. So I want you to test out if the worst happens and really play that scenario out in your head. And you might be surprised, might actually bring you something positive instead. All right then, lovely. Well, I hope this has given you a little nudge to be a bit more boundary today and to um, start kind of making notes, I suppose, on your people-pleasing tendencies if they are something you struggle with. And if you are feeling like you just really, really need to get them looked at, then you could always work with a therapist, with somebody who can help you identify them more, a professional person who can really help you see what they are and how they're manifesting in your life. I really like talking about this in a business sense because it often gives you a little jolt to think about things differently. Okay, uh, I will catch you next week for another episode. See you then. Thanks for listening today, love. Now, if you'd like to access more epic freelancer support and resources, then head on over to fiercelyfreelance.co. This is where you'll find classes, tools and courses to help you grow your business. And you can also come and find us on Instagram as well, where you'll get lots of savvy tips and advice. So we're at Fiercely Freelance on Instagram. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, I would love if you could spend a couple of moments to rate and review us as well. Big love and see you again soon.